Derek here from Suck It Podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Raycon. There's so much going on in the world, whether it's your new favorite album or stuff you just rather not think about. Obviously, COVID. You can't always control the vibes out there, but you can always control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Whether you use them to pump up, wind down, work, or workout, Raycons are my go-to for on-the-go audio. They're also my go-to for everyday use right here on this podcast. Ever since I switched to Raycon, the quality of the audio in my ear holes have gotten so much better. The bass, the treble, the whole immersive sound is just that much better. With an improved rubber oil look and feel, and they do feel amazing. They are optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These are impressive before you even start listening. You get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. You got pure mode for podcast listening, blues, instrumental, balanced mode for podcast listening as well, rock, heavy, hard rock, bass mode for hip-hop, EDM, reggae. There's also an all-new awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings instead. Raycons also come with 8 hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life. There's also a built-in mic so you can take calls on your earbuds and just a press of a button. Trust me, Raycons are amazing and they even come with a 45-day money-back guarantee. So right now, Suck It Podcast listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash suck it. That's buyraycon.com slash suck it to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash suck it. Happy fucking Friday, everybody. Happy fucking Friday. How the hell are you? Man, it's been a great week this week. Um, only did four episodes due to some technical difficulties on Monday, but uh, we had Karma Kids this week. We had, um, what else do we have this week? Um, now I lost my train of thought. We had Karma Kids on Monday. And then Tuesday, we had MX the American. And then Wednesday, we had on Eva Torek. Or Thursday, we had Eva Torek on. And then today, I'm ending the week off with a fucking bang with our friends from Tucson, Arizona. So let's just go ahead and get started now, shall we? If you are struggling, do not isolate. If you're feeling hopeless, reach out to somebody. If you're feeling helpless, know that you are not alone in your daily struggles. Your life is important. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. You matter. And now, suck it podcast. I just think. 
open Gemini syndrome. And welcome everybody to Sockets. I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Emperor of all that is awesome. Derek, how the fuck are you doing today on this beautiful Thursday? Excuse me, Friday, October 8th of the year that is 2021. Whoo, what a great week we've had. What an absolutely great week we've had. Um and I'm so glad to be ending it the way we are. And then next week, we got a great week ahead of us as well. Um, Monday, we've got on a interesting, very, very interesting interview that I recorded yesterday um, with a, the CEO of a company called AudioJack. Um, you hear that on Monday. It's very, very interesting. Um, and then Tuesday, I have the band on Pistols at Dawn. And then Wednesday, I've got the band Undercurrents um, along with, well, he's also the lead singer of Hollow Intent as well. And then we're going to close it out next week with a man known as Kulik, um, who is making his third appearance on the show. Uh, we're getting ready to release his next album here next Friday, so we'll have I can talk to him about that as well. But tonight, we're here to talk to one of my, uh, you know, some good friends of mine that I, I met a couple months ago um, on the show and then had a, the pleasure of talking with them at Blue Ridge Rock Fest. And they just released last Friday, so seven days ago, um, a four-song EP that is absolutely fucking amazing called Nothing, excuse me, Nothing's Promised. So we'll talk to them about that and so much more. With the band Friends in Hell. Yeah, go ahead and unmute yourself, guys. There you go. There we go. Can you hear us? What's up, Noah? How are you guys? Good. How are you? Dude, I am very fucking well. How about you? I'm, I'm well. You know, just we've been promoting our album a lot and we've just been excited that it's it's finally out, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, I listened to it. A couple times this week, and I listened to it just as you know as recently as an hour ago. Um, man, it is a banger. Do you have a favorite track? Or is, um, it fresh, is it still too fresh? It's still too fresh, but I but I will tell you this much. Um, overall, it's very very um, musically sound. The lyrics are great, but above all. And this isn't, you know, to say anything negative or, you know, um, ne- uh, should we take away from anybody else in the band? But you did some special fucking shit with your vocals. Like, special fucking, I, I don't know what you did, but like, there is, I think it's after the first chorus on uh, Note on the Door, you did some fucking squeal that. I have never heard ever before in my life. And I was like, what the fuck? And then it wasn't even just like a two second squeal. You you held that for about 15 seconds. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, definitely on this album, we tried to get more creative with the vocals. I mean, like, for example, the clean singing and note on the doors, um, Cody. 
and I, another guy named Sergio who might well, be joining us soon. But I mean, props to Cody. I mean, I was in the vocal booth and he's out here like, you know, kind of coaching me on like different shit to try and um, different, I don't know, just different noises, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, thanks. I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, that that uh that squeal man i mean it was definitely uh definitely interesting um and, and you know this year has definitely been a year for for lack of a better word like exotic vocals in metal you know one of the biggest songs of the year and has gotten so much recognition and notoriety all over YouTube and everywhere. And, you know, TikTok, everything like that is Into the Hellfire by Lorna Shore. Um, Will Ramos is, you know, getting so much publicity for his, you know, vocal prowess, I guess you could say, on just that one song, let alone we, we've only gotten one other single. But the rest of the album is just going to be fucking murder when it comes out. But, you know thanks to him it's put a lot of uh you know again notoriety back on the vocalist and you know different things that you know we could do and you know i've watched probably four or five different videos from vocal coaches you know breaking down his that that song and none of them had anything negative to say you know a lot of vocal coaches who are classically trained will always you know, knock on the vocal fry. We'll always knock on the scream. We'll always knock on the, the growls. But everybody that I watched, you know, and there's, I'm sure there's probably more than some of them did knock him, but the ones that I watched, all they did was compliment the shit out of him. And I think, you know, that right there was is definitely helping the community more and more um, and getting the recognition you guys deserve because there is a fucking a skill that people just do not understand that goes along with the scream and the vocal fry and everything else like that, that I think you take again to that same level as will does. And I think it's just amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a ton. Yeah. He's amazing. I think he, um, I think he's what Lorna Shore needed to honestly, to get to the next level. I think he, like Lorna, Lorna Shore has always been Lorna Shore and they're amazing. But when he came out and did his vocals, I think it really opened a lot of doors and attention back on Lorna Shore. Um, a little fun fact, uh, when Noah first joined our band, uh, he was actually the guitar player and he wasn't. And then he's actually then uh, we got him to become the vocalist because he's he was secretly training to become a vocalist. <laughs> secretly training. <laughs> My free time, yeah, I was. Yeah, well, you've definitely, uh, you've definitely got your stride, and I. But I, at the same time, I, I still think you're young enough to where you haven't even hit your peak yet. Um, you're, you've got some, some chops on you, man, and it's gonna get even better and better and better. Yeah, I certainly hope that's true. I mean, I, I, I agree. I think there's a lot more. To, you know to be learned and i think i'm i'm far away from being perfect obviously but cody i mean the the, the claims on note on the door um he's come he's been getting a vocal coach and his clean singing's come a long way um so i mean that's that's awesome for our music too to have that you know just not be you know instead of being straight 
hardcore at least now we can because i can't sing i need to get lessons <laughs> yeah well that's a good thing cody can sing and then uh i got uh i was able to get a verse on this uh one of the songs on our new ep which was nothing's promise and it came a long way from my first vocals on my first ep which definitely didn't come out how i wanted to but uh we're here now and we're still growing so it's uh i feel like it's a next level for me rapping wise because uh before i would like i don't know it'd be more hip-hoppy but now i'm starting to figure out how to like scream the raps if that makes any sense so like, yeah. it's almost like scream rap so uh just piddling around with that and playing with new vocal chains and like new new sounds to add to the vocals now did you do all the rapping on this ep uh no it was me and cody we shared uh we shared on get out of my face we both have a verse and nothing's promised we both have a verse gotcha okay um damn cody you're not only just you know clean vocals but you're doing some rapping too man look at that yeah, uh, we're. I also do in Life Destroyer. I do a lot of the gutter rolls with Noah in the background, for especially towards the end. Um, we also we added a new member recently, and so I'm going to be we're turning into a two vocalist band because the other guy's taking over, and he has some impressive screams too that will help with the band as well. So, um, talk about that because uh, that's new information to me. So you guys are gonna go. So you know, Cody, you're gonna step back and just focus on guitar, and you're gonna have another vocalist step in, right? He's he's gonna step back and focus on vocals. Um, we're having a new guitarist step in. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. I misunderstood. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, because the new the new guitarist that's stepping in is. Um, it was really advanced, so we figured it'll it'll allow us to write more crazy riffs and, and fast guitars and you know solos. So we should be able to add that element and then um, just incorporate more, you know, um, side vocals, background vocals with Cody doing more vocals. I think we think it just could be a new like a new blend or a new dynamic. So that's a goal. Awesome, um, because that is definitely one of the it's becoming more and more the norm, more and more regular, I guess you could say, is the two vocal, you know, front man, um, which I, I think adds a whole other dynamic to it. I mean, look at bands like I Prevail, um, you know, before, you know, he left, you know, what a tray you used to do, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's uh, those are all things that are, you know, pretty awesome. And then, you know, when you can add those different dynamics and I mean, look at Hollywood undead. I mean, they got five fucking vocalists, you know, they are constantly switching it all up and doing a bunch of different things, you know? So, I mean, when you do that kind of stuff and you do it right, it adds a whole other layer of, you know, of, of interestingness to the music. I mean, ice nine, ice nine kills does a lot of that. We don't, we don't want to do as many vocal, like side vocals and like backgrounds. I mean, ice nine kills is like the extreme. They have so Very much. many, very like we're not gonna go that extreme but we're definitely gonna just add a lot more than we have now so very interesting i like that like that a lot so let's um let's go ahead and rewind a little bit here and go back about three weeks to uh blue ridge 
Um, I see you're sporting the uh, Blue Ridge shirt there, Noah. Um, what was the experience like for you guys? We'll go one at a time. I'll start. Um, the experience for me was it's like honestly just trying to like there it was just kind of like being kind of how explain it like shocked kind of half of it kind of just like taking it in you literally like before you know going up to the stage before we play you know having the stage guys move our equipment just like everything there just felt so crazy to me and like surreal i guess i don't know um but definitely really amazing especially being that far from home i think it made it even more special for us because literally 2000 miles away but uh it was absolutely insane for me uh i never really like went to a lot of shows before i was in friends in hell my only two shows i ever went to i was like 10 and they were death metal shows in phoenix and um after that like i didn't really go into any shows but then I joined Friends in Hell, you know, years later, and then I started doing these local shows. But then I've never actually seen anything like an actual festival like that with big bands or anything. And my first experience, I got to be an artist, too. So I got, you know, like all the backstage and everything. And we got our own like camping and everything. And it was absolutely insane. I don't know if I could ever go to a festival without being an artist. Um, don't forget about the free food that we also had, yeah. too. <laughs> Yeah, the VIP catering was was absolutely amazing in the festival as well, since we had like artist passes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. But um, overall with the um, performance, it was honestly like one of the biggest crowds I've ever played in front of, to be honest. Um, I actually never knew I actually got, I would actually get to this point, to be honest. Um, like literally like, like starting from last year, my very first concert or performance I've ever been like in front of a crowd was like at The Rock. But it wasn't really like a lot of people, to be honest. And I didn't really expect like um, so much to like, I mean, so many people to like watch us at the at a festival like that, to be honest. Yeah, we had a big crowd. yeah. but yeah, you know, it's it was amazing. <laughs> um, unfortunately, uh, I wasn't able to actually perform at the festival. I got super sick like the day before, or two days before. And so we had a, one of my our close buddies named Sergio cover for me. He already uh, knew half my parts, so the rhythm guitar and the bass are pretty similar. So we, I taught him a few things right before he went on stage, but uh, I'd never been so sick in my life. I was like throwing up. I went to the IV. I went to the IV tent. Like, yeah, it was at Delta Eight that at um that synthetic weed spice stuff. But um, anyways, pretty close it was like the stuff they were selling at the did you see that the delta eight delta 10 yeah 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 i i use delta eight so yeah yeah it's not for everybody (laughs) yes and then so i got really sick um i got to enjoy it a little bit after uh last two days i started feeling better i was able to watch some of my bands i wanted to see um i got to meet jelly roll that was pretty cool yeah me too Um, he's a cool guy get to very yeah, I didn't get to meet very many other people, but it was it was good as an experience, even though I didn't meet very many people. It was an experience for the band and us. I don't know, it was just really one of a kind. Oh, yeah, I had a point where I, when I had gotten... I was uh, just getting ready to ask right you about front. that. <laughs> Thank you, you reminded me. Uh, I I was starting to feel better. I said, I got to watch my, my, my band set. So I got up, walked all the way over there. And then luckily I caught the last two songs. So on the last one, I said, oh, I have VIP so I can go right in front. So I'm right there and I see my uh, my 
um, substitute Sergio. He was the one covering for me. I see him fumbling on the lyrics and I go, fuck this. And I just shoom, hop up like six feet, one jump. And then I just go up there, sing my lyrics on time. And then I see security come in and said, oh shit. He tells me I'm not supposed to be up here. And I just hop back down and start running away. I should have told him like, hey, I'm part of the band. This is my band. But I was like, oh shit, I got to go. Okay. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, I, I remember that. I was like, because I, I at first I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I didn't really. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, I I, I can see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and uh, for me it was, I I had been to festivals before, like Warp Tour or anything, but I've never been to a guest a festival of this scale. And so so for me it was like really impressive scene. You know, close to a thousand, maybe over a thousand people in the crowd. And it, it honestly, I'm never usually nervous on stage, but that that crowd made me extremely nervous, made my stomach drop down. But but it was still it was like one of the most incredible experiences. People chanting our band's name. That was that was one of the like highlights of my life. And I marked something off my bucket list, which was um, I'd always over at Warp Tour, you know, seen like artists just get to cut the line and go right in front of. And I said, one day I'm going to do that. And I got to do that. That's yeah, that is pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, there was, um, there was at least a thousand people there uh, for you guys. And I'm sitting there walking around and kind of looking around. I'm like, by my guess, you know, and it was definitely at least a thousand and um, people were walking by and they heard it and they, then they stopped and they were like, Oh shit, I'm gonna go check this out. Um, and I, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, just you guys' overall presentation, um, you know, and Noah, you have a, such a presence on stage, especially when you're getting down in your vocals. Um, you know, people gravitated to you guys and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and I thought that was so fucking cool to watch it, you know, evolve like that. I thought that was really fucking cool. You guys really did a great fucking job. Um, you could definitely feel your passion and you could feel the uh, intensity in the air. Um, the crowd was definitely digging on it and, uh, it was just really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. We, we were happy with how it turned out. There was a couple sound issues on stage with Cody's guitar, but I mean, stuff happens and we, we didn't, you know, we nailed it still. I mean, we didn't really like stop and like kill the energy or anything. Can't let anything affect in performance. I mean, I, I don't know if you saw, I did, I jumped on that black riser box we have at one point. And so the whole stage is dusty, first of all. It's like an ice rink up there, bro. Like, before I set, I was sliding back and forth for fun. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> but I, I tried to jump on my box at some point, and I completely slipped off because my, <laughs> my shoes are covered in dust by, like, the last song. So my foot slipped off, and I scraped up my whole shin off the box during the set. But, like, yeah. But I just, like, he's got to keep going, you know. Foot's on fire the rest of the set. Yeah, I saw you slip off, and I saw the issues that Cody was having with his guitar. Um, yeah, but again, shit happens. I mean, it. You guys didn't miss a beat, though. Well, except for Goomf. <laughs> except for Goomf, get out of my face. Yeah, we were like, like, I'm pretty sure we were like almost a measure off. Yeah, we pulled it off, but like we were like a measure off, and then like the beat came in right after. As soon as like he started his vocals, his rap vocals um yeah so so what happened was 
a day before we were told we can't have wireless and I'm not bashing the festival. I'm not bashing the sound people, but a day before we were told no wireless a day, right? We're in like North Carolina, South Carolina and we get told that. So we had to stop at guitar center and buy long cables, but like it kind of threw us in a little blunder there. And then um, we, we gave them notes in advance on our setup. Like we have a, a Behringer XR18 board and everything where they can just run lines to, and that way our drummer has in-ears. But when we showed up, they were like, no, we can't rewire and use that. So then he didn't have good in-ears basically because of that. So we got kind of thrown around a little bit. It's because they don't want wireless interfering with the big stage, obviously. So, I mean, we just wish we would have got a bigger heads up, but I mean, it all worked out. Yeah, because like, um, not only that we had to like switch to cables last minute, it kind of affected like a little bit of my performance because um, there were, I don't know if you saw, but like there was a couple times where I actually like got my guitar disconnected by accident because I stepped on the wire and I had to like quickly like kneel down and like try to like reconnect as fast as possible because there was some, some parts that I had to do. Um, yeah, we really, we're really used to wireless and stuff like that. And we're, it's kind of a shame that we had to use wired. And then we had, uh, I know for my bass, uh, they weren't able to use my Helix Stomp. So they had like a default bass sound, but uh, I don't know what it was. I think it was just a matter of like, just, I don't know. <laughs> Why would they able to use the Helix? It wasn't working. Signal wasn't going through it for some reason, but it, it, it overall was a good performance. We weren't unpleased by anything or... We yeah, were, I mean, you definitely shouldn't be. Absolutely not. We were still happy with the way the performance came out. And yeah, I mean, it was just amazing anyways, even with or without the, you know, sound issues. Experience full plates and fuller wallets with America's best value meal kit. Every plate makes home cooking easy and affordable as a much cheaper alternative to takeout, but just as delicious. Think about it. No more having to go to the grocery store with three, four, five, six kids, planning out the meals, looking up recipes, then prepping those meals, cooking those meals, and all of that stuff is gone thanks to EveryPlate. EveryPlate makes it easy and affordable to cook hearty, delicious, family-pleasing meals. Look, I was just a skeptical, but that first box that came in with the recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients. It was so delicious, but what's even better was that it was easy to make and I got it done in 30 minutes or less. And that's the way most of those meals come together. That leaves more time for you to spend with your friends and family outside enjoying the summer sun. So now take your chance and try every plate for $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code SUCKIT199. Get started with EveryPlate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code SUCKIT199. That is a up to a $100 value. EveryPlate, America's best value meal kit. Yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, it was still a great fucking performance. And, you know, the, the people, like I said, the crowd was really into it. You know, 
there was a nice little death wall. Um, there was a, a, a good pit. You know, there was there was some good shit going on there. Um, y'all had some. Y'all really did a fucking phenomenal job. So, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. So, what's next for you guys? We already are starting to write again. Um, since we added the new member, we're immediately getting into it. Uh, we're actually writing a new single with a, a female vocalist. Um, she's going to feature in it. She's a screamer. So am I closer? Is that better? No, you're fine. You're good. Okay. And so we're, we're just starting writing, um, just playing as many shows as we can. We actually have a sh show coming up this month with uh, OV Sulfur, Enterprise Earth, and Decayer. So that'll be that'll be a good one. Um, That's the Halloween show, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's around Halloween time. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, though, just just writing, and we want to get some new material out with the new member as soon as possible. Get some shows in with him. So that's and get their get our new rhythm down with with uh, yeah new. Since we have another member, it'll add a whole new, you know, rhythm to everything and dynamic. So we got to get used to that. So that's what we'll spend a lot of time doing. So you guys are bringing in a, a female screamer for the this next single, huh? Yeah, just to mix it up and we like to feature people, like Cody said. So it's just. You know, drop, single drops, people hear another voice, another scream in it, then it could just like, oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? So. And a big, big thing about metalcore I've noticed, like ever since like me just being a connoisseur to metal, because I didn't know my metal a year and a half ago until I joined the band. I didn't know shit. I didn't even know what metalcore was. But now I'm starting to get to it, like to where like I know what I hear by hearing it. But I, I know we're always trying to evolve our sound. So like we're just trying to, figure out try new things and see what really hits if that makes any sense so okay so um now i'm gonna dive into this because you brought it up i'm gonna go ahead and dive into this so prior to a year and a half ago you weren't into metal you didn't listen to metal you didn't know metal why the fuck did you join a metal band and really what, what like were you and what were you doing before Agreed. Uh, no, I actually met Cody um, just through mutual friends, and I like posted something on my Snapchat, me playing bass, and he said, "Hey, I'm looking for a bass player for my band." Didn't know what his band was, but like, like considering like the genre, and so I said, "Yeah, I'll come by and see how you guys operate, like how they, how they, how they're a band, and meet the members." And so it was a few times, two or three, and I got to hear like the music he listened to. I had no clue. I knew some kind of metal, like. Megadeth, Metallica, just like the basics and stuff. But um, he really opened my ears to like a new sound of metal I've never heard, like the new metal, like Attila kind of sounding, just a whole new level. So we're like, hey, I actually kind of like this. And so I think it really has to do with the theory because metal music has a lot of rhythms and like polyrhythms and just so much to it that it's hard to like describe it. It's just a good feeling. <laughs> it spoke to me. Yeah, and, and that's one thing, again, going back to the whole, you know, the vocal thing, you know, there's a lot of different levels to metal. You know, if you are somebody from the outside looking in just on one or two songs, you're going to think, oh, it's just noise. Oh, it's, you know, there's this or it's, it's just screaming or it's just, you know, there you're not looking at 
the bigger picture. Um, but then you break down the lyrics on what, you know, the lyrics are talking about. You break down the amazing fucking power chords in some of these fucking songs. And then you look at like, like <laughs> you'll go back and look at the finger placements on these things and you'll be like, what the fuck? How are they even doing that? And then, you know, you'll hear the drum rolls and then the fills and then this and then that. And you're like, fuck okay now once you start to break it all down you realize how complicated it really is um and you know i mentioned this the other night when i was talking to uh, um, another artist but like it's the five of you guys making those noises if you go to another genre whether it be rap or pop or r&b it's 50 plus people making those noises on top of five to 10 writers writing the lyrics for those songs. So it's upwards of 60 people sometimes making one song sound good. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just you five or with Metallica, just them four, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the, the complicatedness, that's not a word, but we'll go with it. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the complexity, there we go. That's what I was looking for. The complexity of what metal brings to the table, whether it's metalcore, death metal, metal, you know, deathcore, whatever the case might be, all the different cores and all the different metal deaths, you know, everything else that goes in the combination of whatever. Um, it's so complex. And when you really break it down, it's very like some of these other artists, whether it be country or R&B or whatever, that, you know, actually play their own instruments could never do what we do. A little off topic, but like a uh, question to PJ, what kind of metal were you into before you even got into metalcore, though? I knew like um, like Peace Cells by Megadeth or I knew a little bit of uh, Kill Switch, um, just like one or two songs by them um we came as romans like that's about i knew a little bit of them but i know i i got some favorite bands now now that i've been in the band i've been listening to nothing but metal music i still listen to my, my old i have honestly i have a mixture of music like you name it i probably heard about it or known it like, from like edm to like country to hip-hop to old r&b or whatever it is i have a real big music knowledge but um lost my train of thought uh yes my metal bands um i would say a big thing of slipknot was a big thing for me when i was younger i i just remember my friends i i thought so-called friends like i always wanted to be with them so they listened to slipknot it's okay i want to listen to slipknot i didn't even know what it was i just liked the people wearing masks and stuff like in elementary school it's all right i, I like the i like what they're bringing but i don't like so much the music when i was younger but now that I listen back on it, I like it. But other than that, I never really listen to metal music other than like Megadeth or Metallica. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, there's, you definitely had a different route to get here. I mean, which is, there's no wrong, you know, there's no wrong way to find here. Um, but you know what getting here is definitely, you know, let's just, let's just go ahead and put this way, regardless of the path you take, whether it's 
you know, rap to, you know, classic rock to metal, or maybe you're just, you know, whatever. All along that way is the Yellow Bick Road. And then the Crystal Palace, where the Wizard of Oz lives, is metal. And just the beauty of it all is is what it is. I mean, it's that glass castle that you just look at and go, oh. So, you know, I don't care what path you take. As long as you make it to the Crystal Palace, you know, that's what happens because that's what metal is. Yeah, definitely some favorites that grew on me. Um, Ocean's 8 Alaska is a real one of my favorites. Ooh, uh, nice. Slaughter, Slaughter to Prevail. Man, that vocalist. Man. Man. They do it different in Russia, man. They just, they're just mad. Slaughter Russia. to Prevail, man. That's some good shit right there. Yeah. Um, been listening to some uh, victims lately. Fox Lake. Um, I'm trying to think. Um they already said that. <laughs> I haven't heard of them. No. Um, the new volumes is badass. Have you heard that yet? Oh, I was actually listening to the EP this morning, actually. Yeah, I was. Um, I heard the, the new single today. I was driving around and I heard it on Octane a couple different times. But yeah, that new volumes fucking uh, single is badass. I have to listen to the whole EP. Ben yeah. is like my favorite so far. Bend like, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go. I have to go back and listen to it. So how many um have you been popping out these interviews like crazy since Blue Ridge is over now? Um, not nearly as much as I used to. Not well. Not now. Let me rephrase that. Not nearly as much as I was prior to the event. Um, because before I was doing four, three, four a day. Now I'm going, now I've kind of slowed down to where I'm back to doing maybe one or two a day. Have you, um, since Blue Ridge, have you done a follow-up with Rogzilla? So, um, they will be coming on in the next week or two. Okay. That guy, I think he told me, I met him. He told me to call him Chop Liver, but (laughs) (laughs) he, I don't know his real name, but he, um, he was really supportive before our set, and he watched our set. So that was really nice of him. And yeah, he's a good guy. I watched the set. Did you see Rozo? Yeah, I did. It's pretty wild, actually. It was a really big mosh pit there. But yeah, um, but yeah. So Rozo will be on in the next week or two. Um, him and I were talking the other day. So yeah. Um, I got some. I got some big things lined up in the next few weeks. Um, including one I haven't announced yet. So I'm not gonna, you know blow my load yet but uh i got some big <laughs> things coming nice nice yeah but like i said i mean i have another uh um blue ridge band hollow intent coming on next week um they were right before us i think i think hollow intent was right before us at blue ridge yeah the other uh, the lead singer has another band um i think it's called under the currents um that just released a new single today which is amazing um, it's about uh, domestic violence and getting out of a domestic violence situation. Um, uh, it's called uh, "Stronger Alone" by Under the Currents. So that's we'll be talking to him about that next week. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I got some, I've got some good stuff going on here. And like I said, I got 
another band um um pistols at dawn coming on next week they're pretty badass um and then the guy i'm talking to next friday he's he's a friend of the show he's been on three be the third time he's been on he's a i want to say like a single he's i classify him as like pop punk um he's coming on next friday his name is kulik jacob kulik um he's a badass so he's coming on and then i got some uh some interesting stuff coming on after that i'm I'm approaching episode 300 um exactly four weeks from today so i'm, I'm looking at i'm excited for that yeah thank you um so I'm, I'm a little excited for that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp online therapy check out betterhelp.com slash sipod life is full of stressors it doesn't matter who you are or what you have your life is probably stressful i know mine is some days i question whether or not i want to get out of bed or hell i question whether or not i even want to wake up but thanks to better help my days get a little bit easier as someone who suffers from generalized anxiety disorder ptsd and bipolar disorder i'm very thankful that i have better help on my side whenever i need them better help is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera you don't want to it's so much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you may be able to gain. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Suck It Podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash SIPod. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash si pod another big thing i noticed at the festival that was like a i don't know a plus like i got to meet some other upcoming artists like a lot of the people that were just like us you know like they hadn't this was their biggest festival they've ever done so it's really cool meeting other bands and connecting and like having them follow us and we follow them like even some new music i like i never heard of the band currents i saw them perform man i could yeah I had a vibe with them just from hearing them. Like, well, I never heard of this band, but I'm gonna look them up. And then um, after that, I did uh, didn't know anything about Spirit Box, so I like looked Spirit Box up as soon as I heard about them. And then they just dropped their album that Into the Blue, I think it was, or Eternal Each, Blue. Eternal Blue, yeah. That was really good. And That's then, a great album. I never heard of Knock Loose, but that fucking mosh pit was insane. <laughs> yeah, Knock Loose, man. They are. There's something else, um, something else, but yeah, I mean, that was one thing I definitely didn't notice, um, at the show was the amount of support each band showed for each other. You know, there was a lot of that going on. Like, um, Noah, you and I uh, caught up, uh, watching, uh, Southbound Beretta. Yeah. Right after Beretta. Yep. And, and Matt Irie. Yeah, Matt Irie together, yeah. But, um, you know, while I was at Southbound Brett, I was originally there with uh, the band Orin, but they had to leave um, to go do their uh, their acoustic set Friday night. 
Um, so, you know, so you and I, you know, watched Southbound Red until I had to go run and uh, interview uh, Gemini Syndrome. <laughs> um, but uh, that happened all weekend long. I mean, I was there was a ton of bands watching every single band. Um, and it was so cool to see, you know, um, when Oren was performing, you know, I think Rogilla was there. I know Alex was there. Uh, there was a bunch of other people there too. And then same thing with like dying oath and, um, breathing theory had a bunch of people there too. I mean, there was, it was ridiculous, man. The amount of uh, bands that just had support just from the other bands. And I fucking love that. That is Again, that is one of the biggest things here. I mean, you know, you guys aren't competing against each other. You know, it's it's not a it's not a race to the finish line here. Oh, who is going to get signed? It doesn't matter who gets signed. There's no money in fucking record labels anymore. Fuck it. You know, stay independent. So it's about who you know and you know who you can grow with. Because you know, the more support you have from them, the more support you um, you support them. You know then you guys could put together a four or five band tour and then fund it yourselves and get more money that way. And then make yourselves all go big and say, you know, it, you know, my friend in this band, Oh, look at shit. They just fucking, you know, hit a million streams. Great. Cool. Oh shit. Now they had a million streams. Cool. Now we're going to hit a million streams, you know, and it's all about that support and that, you know, whatever. Um, so I, I love that. And I love that you guys were out there supporting all the other bands too. That's fucking great. Yeah, I definitely, I don't know about you guys, I definitely made an effort to catch extra bands at the you know, the Rising Artist stages because we were on that stage. So I, I, don't know, I caught like 10 or 12, I think, which I know there's a lot more than 10 or 12 Rising Artists, but I caught like 10 or 12. Yeah, I lost track on how many I saw, so don't feel bad. Yeah. For the Rising Acts, I think I caught a good like five to six, but to be fair... By three o'clock, I was already pretty trashed. <clears throat> so I had to, I would leave pretty early. Yeah. Um, <laughs> same with me. But like on the second day, I'll say like me and Berkey got just like so weird out because we were just tired of all the walking and stuff like that. We try to, we try to see as many bands as possible, including rising artists. I'm pretty sure we seen like a bunch of rising artists, but yeah, second day, third day, we were just done for, but, but we kept on going. <laughs> yeah i'm right there with you man like all all four days i was there at, you know inside by 11 30 and i was there until 11 o'clock almost every night um i may not have been in, like at the main stage you know watching you know five finger or rob zombie but i was in the press tent listening because we could hear everything from in there but man i was i, I pushed through if it wasn't for monster <laughs> <laughs> I had like four or five of those fuckers a day. Um, if it wasn't for Monster Energy, I would not have survived. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't know how any of us made it out alive. <laughs> I'm surprised that none of us had COVID either. Well, we all got our vaccines except for PJ, but. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't had COVID either. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I didn't hear very many people walking out with COVID. Um, I, you know, I've been following the groups and following everything like that. And it doesn't seem like there was very many people that ended up with it. So that was a, that's a good thing. I know a lot of people were worried about that, but it didn't end up happening that way. 
I know it was a good thing. Yeah. So, you know, you've got working on a new single, you're writing some new stuff. You've got a bunch of stuff going on. What is your plan for the next year? Um, all right. <laughs> so I was talking to Cody about this like a day or two ago. Um, the plan for us is a single. And then at the end of next year, we want to drop like a 10 or 12 song album, which we have no details for. We haven't even sat down and like talked about it as a band really. But so we want to do the single, start a full album. And then um, the goal for us being in Arizona is to start getting shows in California, Nevada, um, New Mexico, and Texas. So just network around our state and meet bands around our state. And then hopefully eventually, you know, just keep grinding followers out, growing, and, and land on a tour with a bigger act, you know. So that's kind of our roadmap and our goal right now. But how are you going to get there? I'm going to dig, dude. Come on. You know how yeah, I do this. I, I believe the, the way to get there, I think, is um, networking more, getting on bigger bills, like this upcoming one with Old Sulfur, Decayer, Enterprise Earth. Enterprise Earth right now is doing a full U.S. tour. So bands like that. So, we, uh, yeah, I'm going to approach them at The Rock and be like, hey, you know, we're friends in hell, you know, you know, chat with them. And, and you know, just I think making contacts, getting in front of new people you know managers and all that good stuff i think it'll just it just comes a time i think i mean we've only been in it two years i mean you know some of these bands have been in it five years you know just it's hard but you just you can never get discouraged or give up we've been trying to keep up with our social media because we've noticed that that really helps us like uh our spotify we try to make, keep it current to where you know we're getting a good month a good amount of monthly listeners we're even doing giveaways on our social medias to make sure we get more followers or just to spread our name out so more people know who we are and to give back to the fans yeah that's the biggest thing you've got to give back to your fans um at the end of the day i mean yeah you write music for yourself but without the fans to listen to it you're literally just writing music for yourself um, so, you know, they're the backbone of what we do. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, somebody listening to this episode or somebody listening to, you know, your new, uh, EP, it's one of those things, you know, we need them just as much as they need us. So, you know, at the end of the day, again, it's, it's a, there's a camaraderie. Um, it's about helping each other and, you know, whether it's again, helping that download or helping with a merchandise sale or helping with, you know, a, a, a bad day, you know, we're, that's what we do for each other. That's what music does. And it brings us closer because of it. Yeah. You know, and to reinforce real quick, um, a good example, I think is jelly roll, how he didn't make it for like nine or 10 years, you know, he just kept grinding. And I, I think that, well, I think the most common theme I hear from bigger artists and you know is to keep pushing you don't make it it's so easy to just fold it you know but eight years nine years he didn't he made it so i just think it's part there's a little bit of luck involved with who you run into who sees you who, who sees your music who you know who 
will put you on and you get through eventually. Yeah. I mean, his, uh, I think he just, uh, I remember correctly. He, uh, just said like went platinum or went gold on his latest single or album, um, independently, you know, he's done, he's not signed to a a label. He only has a manager. He doesn't have PR. He doesn't have this or that. Um, he's pretty much just done it on his own with just his manager. Um, and you know, three weeks ago, you know, on that Sunday, he's up there with fucking Brent Smith, a shine down singing fucking simple man. Um, which, wow. You know, I knew the dude could sing. I knew the guy could have had some chops, but what he did that night was simple, man. I was blown away. Um, it was phenomenal. The dude is amazing. And what I love about him the most is he's a country rap. I don't even know how to even classify what jelly roll is. Um, I don't think anyone does. Not, I don't even think he does, but he's one of those people that is just universally loved. And like the metal community fucking loves the shit out of that guy. And it's so amazing to see, um, you know, the metal community come together for somebody of that, you know, that style of music. Um, Cause not only is he, did he, did he do uh, blue Ridge, but in a next month, he's doing um, welcome to Rockville in Orlando and, uh, in Daytona beach, another, you know, that one's a, um, a DWP event. Um, it's the final of the four that they do. Um, so he's going to be there as well. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where, again, we are, we accept everybody and everybody, you know, anybody and everybody, if you come to play and if you come to play, we're going to have some fucking fun. I mean, his, I don't know. I haven't listened to a ton of Jelly Roll. After the festival, I started to a little bit, but his lyrics are definitely very real. And I think that um, metal fans recognize real lyrics, you know, like, cause you know, most of metal is really real and, you know, can be nitty gritty with some of the topics and, you know, Jelly Roll definitely has that element. So just something I noticed. Yeah. Especially with his last album, very mental health related, very mental health, you know, driven, um, which we, you know, the six of us, you know, are very passionate about. I know that for a fact, uh, based off our last conversation. Um, and, uh, again, that is, you know, it's been a, obviously a topic of contention on this show for the longest time, but um, you know, the metal community is loves the mental health message because we're, you know, this, this community talks about it more than anybody else, which I think is phenomenal. And the fact that, you know, you know, jelly roll is part of this community, even though he doesn't rap or he doesn't, you know, do metal at all, but yet still sings and talks about the stuff that we like is one of the reasons why I think we love him. Yeah, I agree. I wanted to do, I, I know it's, we're probably running up on time here shortly, but I wanted to do, before I forget, a, um, we have an upcoming music video, which we don't have a date for yet, but can we announce the song? So our song Life Destroyer, we actually have a music video being put together right now, and we'll hit youtube and our social media sometime in the next month but it's just anyone listening and you know even you you know keep an eye out we think that video is going to be we paid a lot of money that video is going to be sick so just keep your eye out for that well 
Go ahead. Definitely our best one yet, uh, music video-wise. I think our first one, we did ourselves on Mount Lemon. And the second one we did, it was like a live music video. Someone filmed us while we were performing live. And this is like our, our one we could actually do like a story to. We could actually like get to play around with some scenes and do something more creative. Uh, did you see the Nothing's Promise music video by chance? I did not know. You should look at that after. It has a bunch of, actually, I think it's all Blue Ridge tapes. Yeah, the trip. It's entirely the trip because um, we were vlogging up and back, vlogging there. People sent us clips. So actually, yeah, we threw together, Cody threw together the um, the music video of just Blue Ridge tapes, and it's, it came out super cool. You should, you should watch it. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. Um, yeah, I saw you guys post it, but for some reason, I think I saved it on my Facebook and just never went back and watched it. Um, I've been so busy since we've been back. Um getting caught up and getting ready for the, you know, whatever else I've got going on. But yeah. Um, if I'm not in my car, listening to music, watching videos is pretty hard. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause yeah, it's, it's been crazy, but um, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that now, but um, guys at home in your car, whatever, make sure you guys click the links in the description of the, the podcast to go follow them on Facebook, go follow them on Instagram Make sure you follow Friends in Hell. Therefore, you guys know when that next uh, single is coming out, when you guys know the next video is coming out. Um, go buy some, you know, go buy some fucking merch. Go buy some whatever. Make sure you follow them. You give them a follow. You give them a stream. Give them a download. Um, these guys are fucking amazing. And it's only two years. And in the next five to ten, uh, it's going to be badass. So, you know, guys, just keep on trucking. Because you guys have some uh, a future ahead of you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you. Very much so. Um, and you guys are always welcome here. You guys are definitely friends of the show. And um, anytime you guys are ready to come back, you know, another single. When the, when the single drops, whenever it is, let me know. And we'll uh, we'll set something up, and you know, we'll get the uh, your guest vocalist on, and we'll talk to her as well, and we'll have some fun with that and whatever else. All right. Yeah, we, we'd love that. Yeah, I mean, you guys are fucking amazing, and I cannot wait to see what's going on next because you guys definitely have the talent and the, the passion and the drive to go far. So let's let's get Appreciate this going. That. Yeah. Thank you. It's thank my you pleasure again. Dude, it's, it's always my pleasure. You guys are amazing, so thank you. Again, guys, make sure you guys click the links. Go follow them on Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your music. Go follow them on spot on you know Facebook, Instagram, wherever, and watch out for that new video. Watch out for that new single that's hoping to coming out in the next couple months. But uh, good things are happening with friends in hell, and you're gonna make sure you want to follow them to find out what's next. But again, guys, thank you so fucking much. Thank you. Yep. And for everybody else, have a wonderful weekend. We will be back on Monday. And have a great freaking weekend, and we'll talk to you then. But until then, stay happy, stay healthy, stay fucking heavy. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Peace. Good dream.